This is Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, podcast coach, and transformational speaker, Joe Winters Jr. Now I've been in this business a long time. God gave me the gift of a strong mind. And when I step foot on a pad, the good and the bad, they just come by. Never done trying. I do it, I do it, till each time I do it, it's done right. Ooh. And God left his signature on me, so how could I ever be unsigned? See, everyone has got to give, not anonymous, but God given. Welcome to another episode of Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Winters Jr., coming to you with the number one goal of making the rest of our life the best of our life. I want to give a shout out to everybody who has been tuning in consistently. It means the most to me because you're, 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 you're feeding yourself, you're, you're investing yourself, but not only that, you're, you're investing in my cause, which is making the podcast more discoverable for people that could really use the motivation and the inspiration for their daily path. Um, today I have a phenomenal guest and, and it, I really do believe there's a lot of stuff that you can take from this young man. Um, and I say young man because he, he is young. He's 19 years old. Um, his name is Jordan Davis and he is, he is doing some phenomenal things. He actually caught my attention and I knew I had to reach out to him because he is, he is driven. Um, essentially I've, I can truly say that I haven't seen too many 19-year-old young adults as driven as my man's. And so I know he's going to bring a different perspective for you today. And um, if, if you're in school, um, if you're aspiring to go to school, uh, whatever the case may be, there are some things that you can take away from this young man's story and the things he has to say to you today. Um, I, I want to give another shout out to everyone who has made the decision to become a monthly supporter of the Daily Path podcast and the Daily Path tour. If this is your very first episode and you are not aware of what I am talking about, first, I want to thank you for stopping by and I really do hope you enjoy the show. But the Daily Path tour is a tour for at-risk youth in which me and my podcast team will be traveling to low-income schools, organizations, and neighborhoods and speaking for absolutely free because we're aware that individuals in those communities, schools, and organizations do not have the resources to always bring in paid speakers. And so you can help ignite the Daily Path Tour by going to anchor.fm forward slash daily path forward slash support. I will also include that link in the show notes as well as on the website. Um, so I really do hope that you find it in your heart to play a role in the Daily Path Tour. And for everyone who has already made the decision, big shout out to you. It means the most to me and my podcast team that you are investing in us. Um, so I, I, I want to I bring on my man, Jordan Davis. He's a motivational speaker and developing solopreneur. How are you doing, Jordan? Man, I'm doing great, Joe. I'm blessed. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Blessed by the best. I woke up this morning, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. I definitely appreciate it. Definitely honored to be on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for making the time to come on to the show with what you're doing. Uh, I'm surprised you have the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I, I do do a lot. I have a pretty heavy plate. Uh, I just finished uh, the semester. Last week was the last week. So I kind of, you know, I, my schedule is opening up a little bit more. So I'm definitely glad I was able to be on today. Most definitely. So you just mentioned that you just finished up the semester. Please, um, you know, tell, tell our listeners um, a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, so my name is Jordan Davis, like Joe said. Um, I'm a speaker, development solopreneur of the JD Speaks speaking brand. Um, I'm also an undergraduate student at 
Hill College, which is located in Westminster, Maryland. Just got my transcript today, actually, earlier this morning. Uh, straight A's. I got one A minus. One of my teachers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I had to get that done. Uh, super excited about that. I'm actually a sophomore. So this will be my second year um, in undergraduate. Preach it. Yeah. Along with that, uh, I'm a part-time employee at Target. I am a resident assistant at school. I am a part of the, the um, Encompass Distinction Program, which is our entrepreneurship program on campus. I'm the drummer for gospel choir at our school. I'm the drummer for uh, the ch uh, my church choir, which is Salvation and Restoration Missionary Baptist Church, which is located in Baltimore City. Uh, so I am very involved doing a lot. And most importantly, I am a speaker. Uh, so I try conferences as well as high schools, middle schools, and undergraduate programs to talk about the importance of academics and leadership development. So that's kind of like an umbrella of all of the things that I'm involved in. Man, that, that umbrella has to be a pretty huge umbrella. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of stuff, man. But I really do commend you for everything that you're doing. And everybody that's listening, like stop letting people tell you or make you believe that there is not enough time in a day. Stop letting people make you believe that there is a such thing as doing too much. But let me ask you, Jordan, how old are you again? 19. Just turned 19 in November. Just, oh, so, so you just turned nine. Whoa. Oh my God. Well, yes, sir. This is this is phenomenal, and I really point this out because I know I know you're going to be humble and you're not going to brag on yourself, but I want to brag on you. At 19 years old, you are handling your business. I know too many people my age, and I don't. It, it, look, if, if what I'm about to say hits you in the heart, I just want you to look in the mirror and I want you to self-reflect, self-assess, and then go ahead and do the things that you need to do to make the rest of your life the best of your life. But I know too many people that will sit here and they will make excuses for why they are not living their best life because they are not giving their best effort. And here you are at 19 years old, showing individuals younger and older how you take care of your business. I want to say thank you for coming on to the show today. Man, thank you. And along with that, um, I'm also in the gym five days a week. So after we get off, um, I go on my four, uh, I go on my three mile run um, at three thirty today. So um, I'm always in the gym. I'm in shape. Uh, I've been playing sports all my life. So you know, I'm in the gym five days a week. I hit a two a day today. So um, I went to the gym around ten this morning, and then I go off for my three mile run at three thirty. So there's, there's always enough time in the day. Oh, man, there is always enough time in the day. You got to have your priorities straight. You got to know what you want out of life. And you, young man, you really do know what you want out of life. Man, let me let me ask you, what drives you? Because you you got so much going on. You you I mean, you're not letting anything get in your way. You clearly have a load of discipline. What drives you? Uh, I always say that the things that drive me, there's three main things that drive me. Um, and that's my mission, my circle and my circumstance. So uh, for those who are listening, uh, you can go on my website, www.jdspeaks.com. And one of the first things that you see on the website is my mission statement. And that is to honor a legacy of education and leadership development. And when you think about the, the, the construct and the confines of a business, usually every business has a mission statement. And when you walk into the office or when you walk into you know, the building or whatever atmosphere, you can see the mission statement posted on the walls, 
you can see the mission statement even also websites like I have mine on my website. Um, and that's the kind of the thing that kind of keeps me in check every single day. Um, and that's to honor a legacy and leadership development. Um, I have an eight and nine year old niece and nephew respectively um, in my house. And I look at them in the eyes every single day before they go to school and they kind of hold me accountable just like I hold them accountable. You know, I, I look at my mom and we talk all the time. If she could go back and change one thing about her upbringing, she would go to college instead of going uh, to hair school. So I, you know, I wear that on my shoulder. My dad, he didn't go to college. So I wear that on my shoulder. Um, and, my, and my thing is I want to honor a legacy for those who came before me and then, uh, you know, create a legacy for those uh, after me that could follow me. So I'm always looking at the younger, yeah, but I'm always looking at the younger generation saying, you know, how can I make this relatable to them? How can I walk in a certain way that people see my light and they're inspired to go out um, and achieve great things? So that's my mission. Uh, my circle are the, the five people that I talk to the most on a daily basis. So that's my mom, uh, my best friend, Dante. Um, he's a really great guy, I surround myself with. And then, you know, just the people that I talk to on a regular basis. And you really have to look at the five people that you talk to every day because that energy um, is transferable. So the energy that you get from them is ultimately the energy that you're going to put into other things. And I know um, my first year in undergraduate at McDaniel uh, was really tough. And I would call my mom every single day. Like I didn't miss a day calling my mom. Uh, I stayed on campus. Uh, I, my roommate was the total opposite of me. Uh, so I kind of had troubles with that dynamic, but I will call my mom every single day, keeping me in check. Uh, I know she's waking up at 5 a.m. every morning. Uh, so I knew that I had to wake up early, go out and get it. And then uh, I also look at my circumstance. So me coming from um, all of the resources that I have at home came from a two parent home. Uh, no excuses. Got the tough love. Mm. Uh, had all of the resources, had all of the computers, all of the technology had access to my high school and I look at my circumstance and where I come from and I'm like, yo, it's people out here struggling that's making it. There is no way that I could have this many and these many great people around me and I can't go out and get my business and get my work done. So I look at my mission, my circle and my circumstance and those are always going to be the top three things that drive me. Wow. Wow. Let's, let's not, let, let's, let's dissect this. Let's dissect it. So your mission, What's your mission statement again? Just just say it for us clear. To honor a legacy of education and leadership development. To honor a legacy of education and leadership development. At 19 years old, you have a mission statement. And I, man, that is powerful. That is powerful. I didn't, I didn't get my mission statement until I was 25. Um, mm -hmm. I just want to say more power to you, man. I, I, and, and, and uh, so many people never even think about or gain a mission statement throughout their entire lives. Um, mm -hmm. It's not to say that there is something wrong with it. It's not to, it's not saying anything like that, but like, to be honest, for you to know your mission in life and everybody that is listening to this he, he's dropping some gold. I really feel like you can go to the bank with this. Figure out what your mission in life is. Make it your mission statement clear and very concise. You have yeah. to be aware what your mission is in life. You have to be aware. Um, you, and then you spoke on your circle. I mean, oh my God, if, if you listen to the Daily Path podcast, on a consistent basis, 
you hear that I constantly talk about being the sum total of the people you hang around the most. And here you are at 19, you've grasped this concept. It, I mean, it, it is so amazing. To be honest, words really don't do it justice, just where your mind is at 19. And in your circumstances, you, you are not an individual out here that is disrespectful um, of your parents. You are not ungrateful when it comes to your parents. And I really want to commend you for that because being an individual, you spoke about there are people out here that had it tough and, and, and they're making it, you know, I'm, I'm one of those individuals. And mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that I have saw in my life is so many people that come from far much better than I had that were extremely ungrateful of the circumstances they were in. And at 19, you are not ungrateful. You recognize how blessed you are. You recognize, I mean, like the magnitude of your mentality is, is extremely high, man. And I, I really do commend you for it. I really cannot say it enough. So let me ask you, did you come, did you figure out your mission um, circle and circumstances? Like when did you establish and figure this out? How, how old were you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, sure. So um, I know Joe has talked about previously on the podcast how he didn't start out his academic career as strongly as he could have. Um, he kind of got it together uh, once he graduated uh, the undergrad program and now he's doing great things um, in his master's program, which I definitely commend him for. Uh, but I'm kind of in the same situation. Well, I was in the same situation, uh, but my transformation happened a lot earlier, obviously. Uh, I was a junior in high school. Uh, and I had a particular conversation with my digital arts teacher and it was around November. It was around this time in the school year uh, when I had this particular conversation and uh, me and my uh, digital arts teacher, we were talking after class and the class before this one, uh, we had an essay that was due. So it was one of the essays where uh, you do it online, you turn you submit it. And then the next day you come in, you get your grade, you got to talk about it. So, uh, during class, uh, she tapped me on the shoulder. She said, Jordan, I need to see you after class. So I said, cool. We let everybody clear out after the bell rang. Everybody left and it's just me and the teacher and we're talking. And one of the first things that she said to me was, Jordan, this was one of the best essays that I've ever read in my entire life. And I'm like, man, like she's a little on the older side. So, you know, she, she didn't been through a couple of essays. So uh, I was definitely taken aback by that. But I remember uh, the second thing that she said after that, uh, was Jordan, I know you're getting straight A's. Like, I know you're a straight A student. I know you're getting A's and B's. I know you're going to do well on uh, at the college level. And I know you're going to do well with whatever you do in your future endeavors. And at the moment, you know, in that, in that moment, I was flattered by it. And I was, you know, kind of appreciative of the feedback that she gave me. But later on in that day, I had to come back home and look myself in the mirror and realize that I was a C and D student. At the time, GPA and then and then I have a teacher that's telling me that I just wrote one of the best essays that she has ever read as a teacher and here I go I'm an average student and that really just caused me to look back over you know my life and realize that you know people have been telling me that I've been talented all along um, I was a three-sport athlete in high school uh, played uh, high school football was the captain of the wrestling team I ran track I threw discus and shot put people were always telling me that I was super athletic and I was gifted in sports People were telling me that I spoke well and that I presented myself well. Uh, but when it came to my academics, I wasn't reaching my full potential. 
and my academics was kind of the rock. Like my parents, you know, always spoke about the importance of academics and they will always say, man, you have all the resources. There's no reason why you shouldn't be getting straight A's. And it seemed like that one conversation from that particular teacher and what she said to me, it opened my eyes to all the other conversations that I had throughout my entire academic career. And I decided to commit myself to achieving academic excellence for 60 days. I down for 60 days. Um, and from that report card to the next report card, in less than 60 days, I, I was able to go from C's and D's on my report card to straight A's in less than 60 days as a junior in high school. And really, that's kind of what catapulted, uh, that's really what catapulted everything. And going back to, you know, what my circumstances were, I had all these blessings and resources, but I also had an example of how not to do it. So I had an older brother who's nine years older than me who got mm. kicked out of the same high school that I graduated from, mm. got kicked off of the basketball team, six foot three, talented basketball player, got kicked off because of his attitude. After mm. he got kicked out of high school, he had to go get his GED. He passed the GED, he passed the GED test by four points. So I look at, you know, how, how not to um, dishonor my parents and how not to, you know, uh, to – in order to what I needed to do in order to get myself together academically so I was able to have that example that's the things that drove me it's like man like my brother um he didn't pan out with his potential I'm kind of like the golden child like they look at me and they say Jordan like you're going to be the one that changes this situation like you're going to be the one that's great so that's kind of how my past molded me and allowed me to create that vision and that mission most definitely most definitely so man Junior year of junior year of high school, you you ultimately changed for the better, and you're making some huge strides that just has to be respected, man. Um, you know, if if you don't mind me asking, who would you say is your inspiration? Is it is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it both? Is it the teacher you spoke with that day? Like, do you have an inspiration? Um, I have a lot of uh, things that I draw inspiration from, but I definitely would say that the main two people that inspire me are my mom and my dad. Uh, like I said, they didn't choose the educational path, but my dad, he just retired from the fire department, Baltimore City Fire Department, working there for 31 years. You talk about hard work on the side. He was also a vendor, so we had vending machines. He was posting up. He washed cars over the summer. Like, he never stopped working. I really think that um, that kind of work ethic is, is, you know, comes from my dad and seeing my mom, she always worked two jobs. Uh, she was a hairstylist, you know, she worked in uh, customer service at uh, multiple jobs and now she works for the government. So, um, you know, always hard working parents. And like I said, I never understood why my brother couldn't get it and grasp it. And of course we have a pretty good relationship now. He's starting to do um, things a lot better, but especially uh, when I was coming up through high school, I seen the example and I was inspired by how to do it and how to, you know, work hard for something and how to have a value system. And then I also seen the example of how not to act and how not to, you know, value certain things. So um, I definitely believe that my parents um, and really just my household in general is what inspired me to do the things that I'm doing. Man, that's, that's, that's very powerful. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. That's very powerful, man. I, I'm. I want to just give a give a shout out to to your parents. You know what I'm saying? For if, sure. Yeah. If, gotta, if gotta give them a shout out. Yeah. If y'all listening to this podcast, y'all did a phenomenal job. <laughs> um. So, how did you how did you better your mentality? I know you had your 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 discussion with your teacher, but um, 
I guess what I'm asking is how, how did you better your mentality and do you have any personal development practices that is, is constantly helping you grow? Right. So when it comes to, you know, developing your mentality, I always say to surround yourself with people who will not only help you, but will hold you accountable. So um, even in today's time with social media, there is no excuse not to be exposed to greatness and not to be exposed to the things that you could accomplish. So when I went from season D to not only did I, you know, talk to my teachers daily, we would sit down and just talk about life and the importance of school. And uh, when I decided to make that transformation as a student, I literally sat down with each and every one of my teachers and said, Miss So-and-so, Mr. So-and-so, this is what I'm trying to do. This is really important to me. Um, I want you to hold me accountable. If I'm late, look at me crazy. Like if I'm skipping class, like I need you to pull me up, like, like hold me accountable. And really that's what developed my mentality because when you realize that people are looking at you a certain way and people are holding you accountable to a certain standard, then um, you'll, you'll definitely change your mentality. And I feel like, especially with young people, we have these friends, but are our friends really holding us accountable so we have these friends that we can you know go out and party with or we can go out and you know hang out with or even smoke with but will these people hold us accountable when we tell them what we're trying to do academically and when we tell them about our dreams or even when we tell them about our issues and what we're struggling with so um i surrounded myself with those teachers instead of you know my fellow classmates, I would sit down and talk to the teachers and you know ask them what's going on and ask them you know how they fared academically and then on the note of social media, I was following the number one motivational speaker in the world, Eric Thomas. I started watching motivational, uh, motivational videos every day in order to get me fired up. And um, I would watch guys like Simon Sinek talks about leadership, Gary Vaynerchuk talking about business and entrepreneurship. So when you surround yourself with that kind of talk, with that kind of like boss talk, with that kind of, you know, I'm, I have a value system kind of talk, there's no way that you can't adopt that yourself. So you just got to surround yourself with sources. And like I said, with social media, there is absolutely no excuse um, to not do that. Most definitely. I, I completely agree. Let me add, let, let's go, let's go back to something you said there. You mentioned um, how we often have friends that don't necessarily hold us accountable we can go out, we can party with them, we can do all the nonsense with them. But as far as holding us accountable and, and making sure that we're doing the things that we say we are going to do, we mm -hmm. don't necessarily have that with some of these friends. I want to ask you, with that population of people that we're calling friends, would you say they're your real friends? Uh, I would say they're more acquaintances than friends because, like like I said, you only you know associate with with them in, in certain times. but the real friends are the ones that you can not only hang out with and kick it with, but you could also talk about business with, and you can hold them accountable. And they can hold you accountable as well when it comes to health, when it comes to your academics. So really the friends that you party with, those are your acquaintances. You acquaint with them, you associate yourself with them when the time is right, but do you have friends that you can count on that are inspiring you? And that's the thing, like it's, and it's and they're few and far between. So in the beginning stages, when you finally decide, man, I'm going to make this transformation or I'm going to lose this weight and I need a workout partner or I'm going to get myself together academically, you know, who can I study with? It is going to be challenging to find those people with that mindset because, it's, you know, it sounds good when it comes out of your mouth, but you have to look at people's intentions and say, are these people really trying to do the exact same things that I'm doing? So I talked about my circle to five people. Really, it's not a whole lot of people outside of those five people that I, you know, associate myself with and, you know, call as friends and family. 
So, um, like I said, like I have a best friend, his name is Dante. Um, not only do we hang out, you know, we go into the Meek Mill concert in March. Uh, so we, so we hang out and we definitely, uh, get our fun in, but when it comes down to it, we're talking about business. He's an engineer. Um, he's an aspiring engineer. He goes to Morgan state university. Uh, so we, so we talk all the time about business. We're in church together. So you got to find people who you can not only, you know, you know, benefit from on the social side, but you can also benefit from, um, on the personal development side as well. You know, I completely agree with that answer. I think it's absolutely the right answer. I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but, um, the, I think, um, in all honesty, man, that, that's truly how I feel. Um, you know, granted, yeah, you do have to be able to have fun with them. We're not talking about sitting here and just acting like having fun and, 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 being able to just say, man, let's just relax and chill today isn't important. That, that those things are important, but right, right. It's 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 equally important, um, if not more important, to be able to speak business with them and not have your idea shot out of the sky. It's very important to be able to hold them accountable and them respect you holding you them accountable. And even if they don't understand at that moment or they respond um in a hostile way them being able to go home and think about what you said and then come back and say yeah. you know what you were right let me, you right. know you know what i'm saying or or maybe even come back and say you know what like i was hearing what you said but i just want you to understand where i was coming from being able to truly communicate and and understand that it is more to it than just going to bars and just going to parties and, and just not caring for anything else. So I, I really do um, agree with um, your answer. And, you know, just on a, um, on another note, man, like I hear recently, I've been doing so much transforming myself with constantly waking up. Um, so I, I wake up every morning at 3.30 a.m. And I, I do um, I, early, yeah. <laughs> especially for the audience. That's that's definitely early. Yeah. I commend you for that alone. Oh, but, but if you wake up at three thirty, about what time do you go to sleep? Um, I go to sleep roughly around eleven thirty. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's um, and and I mean, don't get me wrong. It's tough. You know, I, I wake up at three. So the me waking up at three thirty is giving myself the time to be able to get to my um, home desk. I mean, like, obviously it's in the other room, but like sometimes it's just having to wake up and really make sure that my mind's up and I'm, I'm able to get out the bed. So sometimes I'll lay there for five minutes, 10 minutes. Sometimes I jump right up at 3.30. Um, but essentially I wake up at 3.30. Um, I do my Bible study at four o'clock. I hit the gym at five o'clock. Um, after hitting the gym, I come back home. I do my personal development. After doing my personal development, I do my br my brand study where I'm just really going over my brand, um, looking over my mission, my vision, goals and stuff that I have and things like that of that nature. And it's a very disciplined practice. And so um, in this discipline practice, I've realized that there's a lot of people that's going to say they want to go to the next level with me. They want to do the things that I'm trying to do and things like that of that nature. But in, in hindsight, they're all taught. That's just being honest. You know, um, mm -hmm. one of the things that I do is fitness coaching. And I've so many people have reached out to me and said, hey, Joe, um, I would like to I would like for you to train me. I see the the workout videos you put online and I would like for you to train me. And I say, OK, well. Um, like I, I come from a poor background, so I'm not a stiffler for always charging people, but I have a requirement if you want it for free. And so I ask them, exactly. do you want to pay or do you want it for free? And they say, and if they say they want to pay, okay, cool. We can go whenever, whatever time you're ready. But if they say I want it for free, I say, you have to meet me at the gym at 5am when I work out. 
Are you willing to pay that price? Right. <laughs> right, right. You know, and um and you, you want me to tell you what's the sad part? What's up? Nobody's ever showed up at 5 a.m. Nobody that is so crazy. <laughs> Guys, if, if Joe gives you the opportunity to wake up at 5 a.m. and get trained for free. I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to wake up at about four so you can get yourself together and meet Joe at the gym because yeah, that's definitely wow. Yeah, yeah, guys, you gotta hop on that. Most definitely, man. So I, I, I said that to say this, man. Like you are absolutely right. You know, whenever you are transforming and you want to really better your life, you're going to start to notice that there are a lot of people that you consider friends where they're just they're acquaintances, mm-hmm. and you're going to realize who your real friends are. And most importantly, and this is the crazy part, you start to develop friends in, in areas and locations that you would have never developed if you did not decide to make the transformation. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Um, so let me ask you, uh, what decisions do you make every day to reach your goals? Uh, sure. So every day I make a to-do list and the to-do list is made the night before the day starts. So I won't, you know, waste my time when I wake up figuring out what I'm going to do. I already have a set, you know, kind of the list that I go through each and every day in order to make sure I get the stuff done that I need to get done. Now, I wake up at uh, 6.15 every morning, and usually I go to sleep around 11.30 because sleep is important to me. And what and, you know, we're talking about waking up at 3.30 and getting to the gym at 5, like, for all of the listeners, you have to develop a system that works for you. Like, don't be guilty if you wake up at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. But you just better make sure you get all of the stuff done that you need to get done and you're taking care of your business. So if you're a person that's not a morning person and you get up at 9, instead of, you know, watching Netflix or playing Fortnite until 1 a.m., you need to be, you know, doing your studies. You need to be, you know, developing the business plan. You need to be scheduling meetings for the next day. You need to be getting your stuff done. And it doesn't have to be done at 3 a.m. There's 24 hours in a day. And there's nobody telling you that, you know, you have to wake up at this time and you have to go to sleep at this time in order to be successful. You know, you talk about you go to the gym early in the morning. I'm a, um, I'm a late at night guy because at my school, I don't see anybody at the gym at 9 p.m., right? You got a lot of people that are either goof, goofing off or they're studying around that time. So I don't even go to the gym in the morning. I do my yoga when I wake up in the morning and then I save the gym for so I can expend all the energy that I have left uh, throughout the day. So I can kind of like work out the day off, you know, work the day off. So um, you just have to find a system that works for you. And that's definitely what I've done. Um, I've set certain goals for myself. So if I know that I have a meeting, um, you know, the next day, then I put in my to-do list to prepare for the meeting, prepare my materials, prepare what I'm going to say, you know, kind of guide the meeting and what I want to do in that aspect. Um, I'm currently trying to get my squat up. Because my bench press, uh, my bench press is going up um, for a one rep max. I'm at 290 right now, and uh, I weigh 165 pounds. So you know that's not that's not easy to do for somebody who weighs 165 pounds. So my bench press, I'm pretty you know satisfied with. But uh, my my max squat is almost as much as my bench press is. So that that's something that I'm currently trying to fix in the gym right now. So I'll you know do my research. I'll talk with people that you know go to the gym regularly as well. And then I'll, um, you know, devise a system and I'm kind of working on uh, doing help me develop my squat. So instead of trying to lift heavy, you know, I focus on my hips because I know that I have tight hips. 
So I'm working on those every time I go into the gym, something simple to loosen them up. Uh, so it's just little things like that. You kind of have to make a list of the things that you want out of life and the things that you want to do. And then according to the list, do your research and uh, create a strategy and create a plan in order to get those things done. Most definitely. Um, you, you, gave, you gave a lot of stuff that I'm just going to let everyone go to the gym and, and I mean, go to the bank and deposit. But I do want to ask you, do you know what your body fat percentage is? Uh, the last time I checked was about a month ago, and I'm currently at 8.8%. Okay, I, I figured it had to be low because, man, by the, by the looks of your, your Instagram photos, you do not look like you a buck 65. You look, you look like 185, 195. Exactly. And Joe, I went to, before we got on, I went to the doctors today for a follow-up appointment. I got on the gym with a Baltimore Ravens hoodie on, some joggers. I had my phone in my pocket, and I weighed at 168 pounds with all my clothes on. So I'm definitely, you know, still 165, and I just weighed in today. So that, you know, that just tells yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, so. Man, okay, 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 most definitely. Well, you know, keep keep grinding out and doing your thing. I'm sure you're going to get that squat max to where you want it to be. You got all the um practices, techniques, and tools in place. So I, I have no doubt you're going to get it to where you want to be, where you want sure. it to be um, pretty soon. Um, let, me, let me ask you, what is the number one trait you think every human should learn? Um, I would say that every human needs to learn to communicate at some capacity. And I'm not talking about being a motivational speaker or being able to talk in front of people. Um, just conveying your ideas and being able to talk about what you want. You know, whether that's spoken or whether that's written, you know, you have people that have lucrative careers and, um, you know, people who have prosperous lives, but they're not, you know, the best speakers. So they are able to write out their ideas. They're able to, you know, talk not in podcasts and different mediums like this. But um, I would say communicating is the number one thing. So like I said, when I went from C's and D's to straight A's, I sat down with every one of my teachers and say, hey, I'm trying to earn straight A's like throughout that entire um, quarter that I had to get straight A's. Um, at one point, I think I had maybe straight A's and then two B's. So for the, uh, for the last couple of weeks of that, um, that semester, I went to the two teachers that I had a B's in constantly. And I'm like, you know, Miss So-and-so, when are you going to update the grades? Like, are you updating them soon? You know, I'm still trying to get straight A's, you know, like you constantly talk and you have to be able to communicate what you want. So number one, um, you have to be able to communicate and talk about what you want. And that is what will allow you to surround yourself with people who will not only help you, but hold you accountable. Because if you, you know, suppress your dreams and you suppress what you're trying to get done, um, not only will you, you know, not have anybody help you because they don't know what you're trying to do, uh, but nobody's there to hold you accountable and you don't get, you don't gain anybody. So you have to be able to, you know, effectively communicate, whether that's written communication or whether that's verbal communication. I like how you put that. I really do believe communication is a huge, huge key in life. Um, you know, and it's, we haven't, we haven't got that answer yet here on the Daily Path podcast, but man, I completely agree with you wholeheartedly. Communication is something that each and every person should learn. Um, it, it doesn't have to be uh, motivational speaking or on a podcast, like you said, but yes, being able to actually express how you feel and um, you know I want to I want to add to that a huge part of communication is listening I, I've heard um, you know multiple times that you have two ears and one mouth so you should be listening twice as much as you talk and a lot of 
people, I feel like they miss the point that when you're effectively communicating, the goal is to listen to understand, which produces your response instead of just listening to respond. And so whenever you're actually in a, a level of understanding that when someone else talk, I'm not taking out of their mouth what I want to hear. I'm taking out of their mouth what they are actually saying to me so I can respond to it. Then your level of communication will go to the next level. So I really do like, um, I really do like, like that answer, Jordan. I really do. Um, what is the most common mistake you see in young adults? I usually say between ages 18 and 29, but with you being a sophomore in college, I want to say, I want to ask you, what do you usually, what is the most common mistake you think high schoolers to, first year college students make? I would say that the number one uh, mistake that, you know, these young people make is um, not taking advantage of opportunities that are unseen. So, you know, while I've grown up in a generation and I see around me, young people, they're very intellectual. Um, They want to know the backstory of everything. They want to know the reason why they're in school and they want to know why they have to do this. But um, I think, you know, sometimes silence is best served and you have to, you know, just kind of be quiet and work hard. So mm. for me, when I was in when I was in high school, my senior year of high school is when I started speaking. And my first speaking engagement ever was at the PBS National Education Telecommunications Conference. Right. And I got that speaking engagement all from a PowerPoint presentation that I did in my English class. Now, my librarian at uh, the former librarian at Randallstown High School, um, she's Google certified. So she travels the country and she speaks regularly. And she just so happened to be in the room while I was giving the presentation. Now, just what now just think if I wouldn't have uh, treated that presentation, um, you know, seriously. What if I would have slacked all in the presentation and I would have turned around and I would have read the slides like all the other students were? My energy would have been low and I didn't take it. I just would have took it like a regular presentation. Now, as when I tell you that I get so many opportunities just from doing the things that I'm already doing at 100% intensity and with 100% effort, like you can get so far just by committing 110% to everything that you are already a part of. So if you're a student in high school and you don't know what you want to do with your future, you don't know, you don't know whether you want to go to college or you know you want to go to college, but you don't know what you want to major in and what you want to study, I need you to ball out in every single subject that you are currently in because you never know what kind of opportunity that's going to breed for you. Guys, as a junior in high school, I didn't know I was going to be a public speaker. Like, people were telling me that I spoke well and I presented myself well, but I wanted to be a physical therapist at the time. Like, mm. speaking never crossed my mind. Like, nobody had ever asked me to speak until that very moment. And then from then, I got another opportunity to be a part of Future Business Leaders of America uh, through my financial planning class. Guys, these are regular classes that I'm taking in school. And I did a PowerPoint presentation for that class as a senior. And uh, the FBLA advisor at Randallstown High School, uh, she came to me. She said, Jordan, I want you to be a part of FBLA. And uh, I ended up competing in public speaking. Uh, FBLA is a nonprofit that allows students to compete in business-themed events. So my event was going to be public speaking. I placed first in the state of Maryland in public speaking, too. And then I went to the national conference that summer in Anaheim, California, and placed seventh in the country out of the top 100 uh, youth speakers in the country. Um, in public speaking. Guys, that came from a financial planning class and a presentation that I did in that class. Like, I guarantee you, for the next, I, I'm challenging you with the 60 days as well. For the next 60 days, 
yo, just give everything that you're a part of 110%. Like, I dare you to do every single assignment. Just do it. Just do every single assignment. I dare you to give it 110% on every single presentation. Like, don't just walk through the motions. Just because you don't see an opportunity and you don't see the point of the essay or you don't see the point of going to church or going to the gym or whatever you're a part of. Like, if you give 110% in church, watch your spiritual life develop. Like, if you listen to everything that the pastor is saying and you're taking notes, and it's going to be tough. I'm not saying it's easy, but just try it for 60 days. If you give it 110% for 60 days, 60 days, I guarantee you'll develop in whatever you're doing. So I found my gift in public speaking uh, just through devoting a certain level of effort and energy into my PowerPoint presentation. And then once I did that, I found out that I was good at it. So if you want to figure out what you're good at and you want to unlock your purpose and you don't know what your purpose is, guys, give it 110%. Do every single assignment. Go to every single you know, seminar session. Go to every single uh, study hour or office hour that the teacher is giving. Give school, and it starts with school. Give school 110% of your effort. And that's one of the things that I see um, from our young people. We're not giving enough effort in school because we don't see the opportunity that's unseen. Like, I didn't see the opportunity to speak. I didn't see the opportunity to speak through FBLA and play seventh in the country. But it was the, you know, the process of me giving it 110% to everything that I was doing that unlocked those opportunities. Ooh, amen. Amen. Oh, my. Amen. Well, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm a, for all you young, for all the young people in school, you heard what he said. You might go, you might, you might want to go ahead and just rewind that, that segment back and re-listen to it. To be honest, you can rewind the whole episode back and listen to it, but I know you need to rewind that back if you haven't already, because he dropped um, some gold for you right there. So we're going to, um, we're about to finish up here. Um, at the end of every interview, we do a hot seat, which is a one-minute lesson from you to the audience. Now, I want to go ahead and put you, put you, put you on the hot seat. I want to go ahead and let you know that there has not, out of all the guests, there has not been too many people that has that has done it in a minute. Now, you know, I, I'm not saying that you just got to be done in a minute, but at the same time, I just want to see if you can really bring heat in a minute. You know, I had I had one guy. Um, I, I told him that. And, um, I mean, he said some of the most powerful stuff in like 30 seconds. So um. <laughs> I'm going to try to see if I could top that. Like, about 29 seconds. 29. I want to set the record here. Okay, 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 okay. You want to set the record. Let me, let me go ahead and get out the let me get out the timer. Okay, so here we go. So um, it's on you and go. Guys, write your mission statement. Figure out what you want out of life. Figure out what you don't want out of life. Figure out what kind of um, legacy you want to leave for your family and for the people uh, who will come after you and write your mission statement. Like I said, mine is honoring the legacy of education and leadership development. And it starts with writing down what you want. I wanted to get straight in, not only for myself, but for my family. Figure out what you want. Write down your goals. Figure out what you want and write that mission statement for yourself. I challenge you to do it. Hey, okay, great, great, great stuff. You got it 20, 27. <laughs> 27, let's go. Was that heat? That, that, that was heat. That, that was heat. That was heat. That was some heat. That was some powerful stuff because everybody really does need to write down a mission statement. Everybody really does need to write down the things that they want out of life. And I, I really do um, agree with, with your approach there on the hot seat. I agree with everything that you've said today in today's episode. I really do agree with. Um, your approach on life and, and the way that you're looking at things, I commend you, respect you wholeheartedly. And I want to say thank you again for coming on to the show. 
And again, well, thank you for having me. And I just want to say, Joe, I'm super proud of you and what you're doing. Like, I love the initiative that you're doing, you know, speaking to underprivileged youth in these schools that can't afford speakers. Man, like, I plan on doing the, um, the online donation that uh, you talked about. I heard you talk about um, a couple of podcasts ago. Uh, you can do the online donation. So I'm definitely going to do that. Uh, but if there's anything else that I can help with, I am 100% behind it. Guys, go online and, you know, make that donation. Please push Joe and his movement and what he's trying to do speaking in these schools. Thank you so much. You can do that at anchor.fm forward slash daily path forward slash support. I will be including that link in the show notes. I want to say thank you again for coming on. Jordan, you've done a phenomenal job today. Um, everybody, it, the the movement, it, it really does mean the most to me. I grew up at risk myself. Um, you know, you've heard the story. I was a runaway, um, lost my mom at a young age, just went through some extremely tough times. And um, God bl blessed me and, and saw me through. And so I want to be able to speak life and empower um, other at-risk kids with my message, my testimony, using my experiences in education. So you can do so by going to anchor.fm forward slash daily path forward slash support. Again, I will be putting the link in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Daily Path. I'm your host, Joe Winters Jr., coming to you with the number one goal of making the rest of our life the best of our life. I'll see you on the next episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Chipotle, serving food with integrity phenomenal restaurant, and even better management. Stop by your local Chipotle restaurant to eat the best burritos and bowl you will find. My personal favorite meal is the bowl, no rice or beans, double chicken, cheese, sour cream, and lettuce. If you have not already today, stop by your local Chipotle store and get the best burritos and bowls you will find. And if you have done it today, you might as well stop back for a second meal. Today's show is brought to you by Marissa's Pet Service. If you are in the DFW area and looking for someone to care for your dogs when you're away on a trip, perhaps you work long hours and don't have time in your day to let your pup out. Maybe you want your pup to get exercise regularly. Dogs are companions too that need love and support and Marissa's Pet Service is the paw fix solution for you. Marissa's Pet Service provides in-home boarding, a home away from home for your pup, drop-in visits providing your pup with playtime and restroom breaks, and also walks ranging from 20 minutes to one hour. Whichever service you need, she will guarantee your dog tail wagging happiness. You can contact Marissa's Pet Service at 817-264-1404. Use promo code DAILYPATH and get $10 off your first booking. Again, that is 817-264-1404. 817-264-1404. Use the promo code DAILYPATH and get $10 off your first booking. Today's show is also brought to you by No Grind, No Glory. Are you ready to make your health a priority, but don't like going to the gym, don't have time to go to the gym, or need a fitness coach that will motivate you and hold you accountable throughout your fitness journey? No Grind, No Glory is the online fitness coaching you need, providing 20-week programs customized for you to take your health and fitness to the next level. Using the metrics of calisthenics, yoga, core training, and cardio to help you see the fitness gains you want to see. Each member gets a customized workout plan, meal plan, daily motivational text, and free apparel. Visit NoGrindNoGloryTX.com and click on the online training tab to sign up for your free consultation. Or you can contact them by calling 682-214-4371. Use promo code DAILYPATH and get 10% off of any purchase you make. Visit NoGrindNoGloryTX.com 
or contact them by calling 682-214-4371. Again, use promo code DAILYPATH to get 10% off of any purchase you make. Today's show is also brought to you by FAST, Fundamental Athletic Skills Training. The Rising Skills Training is a local program in the DFW area with the primary focus of developing youth and adult athletes. FAST provides basketball skill training, teaching your athlete or you how to create a shot, increase agility, better your handles, and focus on the inside and outside game. You get your first session free using promo code DAILYPATH, so make sure you contact them at 817-909-7126. Use promo code DAILYPATH and get your first session free. Again, the contact information is 817-909-7126.